the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you're an owner of a liquor store, grocery store, or a small business and you're having trouble keeping cashiers, you might want to do like the big boys have done, Walmart, Home Depot, and now Costco, self-checkout. It, it works so easily, and it's not as expensive as you would think. If you give uh, Southwest a call, 800-540-2149, they'll be more than happy to come to your location, take a look, and if what their system fits your system, it wouldn't cost any more than if you were buying a new cash register. Plus, the bonus I like is when you're open, they're open. Seven-day a week, 24-hour a day, you can get a hold of either Jeff or Mark, and you can utilize their outstanding service to keep you up and running 800-540-2149 go to southwestpointofsale.com and if you live in east county san diego propane man i tell you what i couldn't live without it dave and his family it is family owned and operated the only downside you have to live in east county go to st-propane.com st-propane.com or you can call them at 619-460-1705 make sure you tell them you heard it right here on kcbq and last but not least, hot rods and custom stuff. You see these hot rod shows on TV? Well, go see the real thing. 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. Randy and the team build Class A hot rods. 760-745-1170. All right, I'm cruising around in a 2024 Acura Integra Type S six-speed manual. I'm going to be driving to L.A. Tuesday. I cannot wait. I got Jake Berg, he's from Acura PR, and he's going to chat with you about it. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, I got our good buddy Jake Berg, Acura Public Relations Manager, and he was nice enough to send me a 2024 Acura Integra Type S, which I was all excited about, got in the car, and almost passed out. There's an extra pedal. You put it (laughs) in that thing. Jake, what's up with that? And Trust me. You made my whole day, i got to tell you. I'm glad. I'm happy we made your day, Dave. Uh, so, you know, the Integra Type S is certainly an enthusiast vehicle. It's our best Integra ever. Um, it's that 60 manual. It's definitely one of the best and on the market. Um, it's the only vehicle in its class uh, to offer a 60 manual transmission. I know. I was just... I was flabbergasted, you know, because it's so funny. Back when I was a kid and you had a choice of an automatic or a manual, manual was standard and you had to pay extra for an automatic. Well, now it's flipped. I don't know. I didn't notice anything that you're charging for a manual, but it's so crazy that we're now it's totally reversed. But if you're an enthusiast, and, and let's face it, Acura is an enthusiast company, it just makes all the sense in the world to put a speed in it. And not only just a six-speed, but probably one of the smoothest shifting. It's got automatic uh, rev matching. I mean, this car will put a smile on your face whether you want one or not. Yeah, and it's uh, definitely a pleasure to drive, whether you are uh, on those you know mountain roads shifting, shifting through the gears, but... You know, even in daily driving, the clutch is really light and the engagement is uh, is really easy to know which gear you're in and even pleasurable in traffic, which a lot of people don't associate with 
uh, a manual transmission. And you've got room for gear, 24.3 cubic feet of cargo. Uh, you've got uh, four doors, easy in and out, back seat, front wheel drive. I mean, it's just everything you would want, I would say, in a performance four-door sedan. And you slip this one right in, and I'm glad to see that you're keeping that mantra because if you do your research, which I know you have, there are a lot of people that still like stick shift cars and four doors. Yeah, and, uh, you know, besides Type S, we also offer the six-speed manual uh, on the uh, standard Integra, the Integra A-Spec, the technology package. Um, and uh, so if you don't want the outright performance of the Integra Type S, you can still get that at a lower price point as well. And that uh, manual transmission has been really popular uh, on even the standard Integra, let alone our performance uh, flagship for Integra. Absolutely. And so I would imagine Acura is still going to stay true to its four-door heritage, you know, because a lot of people are getting away from them. But, I mean, you have a full lineup of cars that, you know, so you got sedans, you got minivans, and I think you still have the, uh, the NSX. <laughs> so the uh, NSX was discontinued after the 2022 model year, um, but really special send-off for that car with the uh, uh, NSX Type S with only 350 produced. Um, and, you know, we've also got uh, our very popular MDX, you know, among our best-selling models in our lineup, uh, you know, three-row family SUV that also gets a Type S variant with more performance uh, and premium features. and. Dave, you were just in the MDX Type S a few weeks ago, too. I was like that. And what a road trip, because we went up to uh, uh, the Honda Museum, and we're not. Ha and it was nice enough that we got to drive it back to San Diego, Mark Maynard and I, and both of us looked at each other like, whoa, this is not the MDX I remember. <laughs> and, and I'm sure it had a lot to do with me and the fact that it was a Type S. Uh, it was attractive. It was comfortable. It, it drove extremely well. We got better than mileage uh, said we could get. Uh, and same thing with uh, with the Acura Integra Type S. So, from a technology point of view, you pretty much loaded that up as well, from what I can tell. Yeah. So you get a, a few features, uh, premium features on Integra Type S. Um, that carry over from the A-Spec, the technology package. So you get, uh, you know, those premium features you're looking for plus the added performance. That's kind of the whole mantra of Type S. Uh, so Integra, you've got the ELS Studio 3D audio system. Um, so you've got great sound from your music and then great sound from uh, the exhaust and those pops and crackles and the Sport Plus drive mode. Uh, there's also a head-up display um, and heated seats as well, um, and then full digital instrument cluster. You really feel like you are uh, in a premium high-performance product. Absolutely, and the seats, you know, I've been saying this for a long time. You know, when a car manufacturer puts a lot of effort into the driver's seat and the passenger seat, that's half the battle because once a consumer gets behind the wheel of a car, whether they even drive it or not, they know whether this is going to be an enjoyable ride just by the comfort and the supportiveness of the seat and the ability to, you know, adjust that seat to your your specifications. And the minute you sit in the in the Type S, you know you're in a performance car. You're not going to be sliding out of that seat, and it's going to. You're almost looking for a five point harness, which I not recommend. <laughs> As most people will turn their nose down until they get in an accident, and they wish they had it. But really, it, you know, it, it, this car, you know, a lot of people don't realize your racing heritage goes way back. And you can see that DNA in the whole lineup of the Acuras right up to the MDX. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, all about precision-crafted performance and um you know, a lot of those learnings uh, and the heritage definitely transfers over to uh, our mainstream models, and especially with Type S. 
Um, and my favorite thing about Integra Type S is, you know, when you get in, you do feel like you're in a precision instrument, like a race car. You know, you've got the uh, high-quality touch points with the perforated leather on the wheel, um, that very precise 6-speed uh, manual, and then you were talking about the seats, too. Um, those are unique to Type S with more aggressive side bolsters than the standard Integra. Uh, different material has got a little bit more black ultra suede to make it look more aggressive and also grip you a little better. Uh, and then they look really special with the uh, Type S logo uh, embossed on the headrest as well. And you don't want anybody not to be noticed because you sent <laughs> a blue Acura. What's the name of that color? It's Apex Blue Pearl. Oh, and it's Pearl Essence. If you, I hope I'm putting it on TV tomorrow, and I really hope the sun just glistens because that thing is like a jewel. I mean, the paint job on that car is impeccable, and it just it just goes with the car, along with the wheels. I mean, the whole package is just wow. This one may not go. Back to LA. I don't know. <laughs> I like to take it out of your hands. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you doing production-wise? Are they in the dealerships now? Yeah, they're in dealers now. And, um, you know, Integra has been really popular for us. Um, for almost the past 10 months, I think between 8 and 10 months, we've been selling uh, 2,500 units every month. So it's been uh, outselling everything else in its class by a wide margin. Uh, you know, that entry-level um, premium compact space. Um, and, you know, Integra and Integra Type S are still available now. Uh, we expect Type S to be around 10% of the sales mix. So um, pretty significant, pretty on par with uh, high-performance variants in that class. Did you think it with the sales numbers were going to be that high? <laughs> of course. You know, everyone loves the Integra name. Um, and it's really great uh, value proposition as well, considering the features and the style that you get with the Integra. Right. Well, you know, somebody told me, they said, you know, I have, because they were looking at the car, because I show the car off everywhere I go, and people were saying, well, I haven't seen any TV commercials. I go, no, they, instead of putting the money in the TV world, they put it in the car. Let's go for a ride. And, and they all agree. Okay, I get it. Why why wait on TV when you don't have to? I'm telling you, Jake, I'm forever indebted to you. And I, <laughs> That's right. Hey, the car, the car sells itself, both yeah. when you look at it and then when you get behind the wheel. Yeah, added bonus, man, added bonus. Well, Jake, thank you very much for taking time out of your day. Uh, I'll shoot you the TV segment as soon as I get it back from uh, the station. Uh, this interview will run... Uh, as well, and I'll get that to you, and just keep those cars coming. Absolutely. Uh, great talking with you, Dave. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, folks. Welcome back to the You Auto Know Show, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer this segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. you got to check these guys out, man. I'm telling you, especially if you have a small business, one 800 540 2149 get into self checkout. Also, South Bay Auto House, you got a Mercedes Benz and you're looking for an alternative to uh, service. Well, you might want to check these guys out. They've got tw- over 20 years' experience down in Chula Vista, and I tell you what, they're amazing. AutoHouseSouthBay.com. Gary and Rick, their team has got over 20 years' service. They have their own parts department, they buy pre-owned mercedes-benz they sell pre-owned mercedes-benz so if you're looking for quality service that stands behind their work 100 percent, go to autohousesouthbay.com autohousesouthbay.com and tell them you heard it right here on kcbq and express auto service if you're in the la mesa area 7633 el cajon boulevard dave and connie will take care of your vehicle just as if it was their own and i'm telling you you're not going to be disappointed Check them out at 619-463-1484. All right, we got Kristen on the line. Hey, Kristen, how are you doing today? What's going on? Well, you know, just enjoying the day, talking to all my favorite radio folks. 
and we're going to talk, I guess, Kia Seltos. You know, we are, but here's the thing. First, Brendan and I were chatting briefly before he put me on hold. Okay. And he was trying to give me a Davism. And I I think it boggled his mind. He couldn't think of something right off the top of the head. But I was like, maybe we should get a merch store and start selling like T-shirts or maybe bumper stickers with Davisms. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I he loves my Davis. Yeah, the little uh, nickel and a buffalo saying. No, if you'll, you're so cheap, you'll squeeze a nickel and make the Indian ride the buffalo. That's what it. <laughs> I don't. He loves that one. Yes, I do. I'd get him a T-shirt, but you know what? That could be a market. Now that you mention it, I, I'm just saying. I mean, some passive income here, right? Where we uh, we just make some T-shirts, and you know, I'm I, I'm not on the travel circuit anymore, but you are, and Brian is. Yeah. You know, I I, I know. I know you can find a big and tall shirt that'll fit Brian that oh. he can wear on his next press trip. Without a, without a shadow of a doubt. With a Davism. See, without a shadow of a doubt, that's one that he says all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, I do. You know, I don't even re- remember doing it. Well, Marlon probably's got his too, right? Oh, yeah. He he, he, he says, you know how most people go okie dokie? Yeah. And not many, you know, that's still probably a generational thing, right? But he goes, Augie Doggy. And I'm like, what? I remember Augie Doggy. What? I remember. Yeah, see, I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I was like, "Where did you get that?" Hey, it just comes out of our heads. You know, we don't know where well, they I'm come. Just, I'm just saying. Hey, talking about random. Yeah. You and I talked about this before, but where did the name Seltos come from? Yeah, Seltos. Like, yeah, I don't. Well, where don't did know. half of these names come from? Because my wife's trying to name dogs after all these cars, but she's at the point now where she doesn't even know. But you know who will probably know what CELTO stands for? Brian. What do you probably want to, so. Probably want to bet. Probably so. You know, yeah. I, somebody was referring to it the other day when I was driving it, and they were like, hey, it's like a mini uh, Telluride. And I was like, mini, mini maybe. But, um, you know, I, it wasn't like something I would guess, but I guess they kind of picked up on the styling of it and the size. I mean, it's four inches shorter than the Sportage. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Sportage is what right above the sole. Um, you know, it's uh, classified as a subcompact crossover. Right. Hey, it's such a hot market, right? So I did what you would do. In 2019, Kia announced that its name world a name would be Celtos, inspired by Greek mythology and the legend of Celtos, the son of Hercules. The story has it that Hercules had a son with Celtine, a daughter of a Celtic king, and Bretanos and named him Celtos, who is a forefather of the Celts. So there okay. you go. Really cool story. I All know. Right. Stay with me. I am. Wouldn't it make more sense if then all of Kia's vehicle names had kind of a Greek tie-in? You'd think. Soul. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell you right. Tell you right. Uh, Sportage. Sportage. Uh, Rio. Do they still make the Rio? I don't think they make the Rio, but yeah, yeah. The but, Nero, but, though, is probably. Yeah. Well, you know that you know how engineers and designers are, and you've been to enough design centers where people just sit in rooms and think up things: paint, paint colors, interior swatches, names for vehicles. It, it, it's really quite. Uh, unique when you have that opportunity to to get behind the scenes so to speak it is and you know what i'm sure that none of your audience buys a vehicle because it has a cool name but i'm sure that there's a percentage out there of people who like if they knew that correlation of the Saltos mm-hmm. and kia Saltos, it might make them go test drive one i don't know you know. Uh, i'm actually when we're when we wrap i'm going to tell my son because he loves like greek mythology and roman mythology and, and things like that uh, so roman history yeah me but too anyways look I had the SX, the Turbo SX. Right. Um, and and this is the trim that I would go with if I was buying this vehicle, but it's pricey. It's 29635 The reason that I'm saying that is because some of the lower models have mm-hmm. a CVT. Mm-hmm. When you go with the SX, you got the 1.6 liter with a dual-clutch automatic, right. and I don't like the CVTs. Right. I just don't. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't. But when you look at the competitors, when you look at the Crosstrek, I think that's got a CVT, right? Uh-huh. Um, the Kona, the sister, uh, I don't know what that's powered by. You probably know. I'm sure Brian knows. And mm. then I, I don't think Ford uses a CVT in any of their vehicles, do they? I don't think so. Yeah, so like you'd be looking at the Bronco Sport. So anyway, it's just, you know, kind of fun fact throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, but I liked the Seltos. I think it's a vehicle that I had kind of forgotten about because I hadn't been in one in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it's got a good size to it. It drives well. It's very spacious, even though it's subcompact. Um, it's available in five trims, so you could get in one. You could get an LX for twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then it just kind of slowly goes up. You get it in an EX for twenty seven four thirty five. Five mm-hmm. years, sixty thousand mile bumper to bumper, ten year, hundred thousand mile powertrain. Um, you know, nice creature comforts, wireless car charging, the the um, driver seats powered, heated front seats. Um, which, by the way, I wrenched my back. I'm showing my age because I'm now getting in cars. It's still warm here. It's still 80 degrees, and I'm turning on the heated seat. My kids are like, Mom, what are you doing? I'm like, my back hurts. <laughs> and don't they have that child alert where if your kid's in the back seat and he, goes, he or she goes to get out uh, without looking and there's a car coming, the door won't open? Uh, it probably does. I, I did not check on this one because, you know, my kids are now old enough to ride in the front seat, and for some reason they never want to be at the same place anymore. So if one does go somewhere with me, I usually only have one child. Yeah, and they seem to no, be no one's in the back seat. They seem to be taller than both you and uh, Marlon. My daughter is almost as tall as me. I think she's probably an inch and a half short. My son is trying to catch up. Jeez. And would you believe that just four days ago she turned fifteen, which means she's old enough to yeah. start qualifying for her permit. Yeah, well, you're in for you're in for a thrill. No, I'm just going to send her to you. Sure. Send her to me. I got lots of cars. I know. I even bought a golf cart type <laughs> thing. But anyway, that's another story. Did you story. really? Yeah, well, it's it's for the wife to go pick up poop, if you can believe that. <laughs> I know. Most expensive pooper scooper it's, ever. That's okay, but we got a lot of poop, let me tell you. But, you know, the other thing I like about Seltos is their color palette. I mean, they've yeah. got some very, rather unique colors that you can choose. I mean, when you go to build a Seltos, I mean, you're going to be at the computer for a while because you got lots of choices. No, you're you're right. Here's the thing, though, and the, the only reason I didn't bring that up is I just still inventory is still limited, and so I'm not sure they're at the point where you can build one. I know that they're more available than the Telluride and even maybe the Sportage, but I don't know if you get your first choice. Unless yeah, you want to I, wait a year. Yeah, well, there is there is that too, uh, and then of course, right now they're not affected by the UAW, so you know you never know. But but I, I know they're building them as fast as they possibly can. I did talk to a manufacturer the other day, and they didn't. They seem to think that the you know the chip shortage and everything seems to be slowing. You know, getting back to normal again. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Well, but that is a good I point. I was impressed by the storage space in the vehicle com- mm-hmm. the competition because, you know, I had a Crosstrek recently. Um, I haven't had a Ford Bronco Sport in a while, but I have had the, the Mazda uh, competitor, which I just forgot which model it is. But um, I thought it had a, a good amount of storage space. I'm not going to say best in class because, you know, I, I can't stand it when the manufacturers keep saying that best in class stuff. <laughs> they can't all be best in class. Right, even though um, they are. It's like a participation trophy, right? But um, – I think the Celtus is a cool vehicle, and I'm sorry that I had forgotten about it because it's it's now that it's back on my radar for anybody that's in the market for a subcompact mm-hmm. uh, crossover. I think it's one that should be on the list. Features yeah. galore, right? Oh, I I I, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, what kind of fuel mileage did you get with it? I knew you were going to ask me that, and you know what? I don't remember. You forgot. I know it was good, but yeah. I, yeah, I, I forgot to note it, and it's been a few weeks since I had it. Yeah. yeah. I've got a vehicle right now that's getting 18. And Ooh, it must be a very large vehicle. And it's sitting in my driveway. <laughs> it's, only, drive it. it's only been to TV. Dude, I got my fuel bill for last month, which normally runs six dollars $700. One thousand two hundred. Wow. Well, our gas is still at six dollars a gallon out here. I mean, our gas is affordable, but our power is ridiculous because our electricity. Let's just say my bill is one hundred and forty, yeah. which it's not. But let's just say that it would would be that low. Yeah. I'm paying like a two hundred and fifty three hundred dollars surcharge for that winter storm that we had two years ago. You're kidding. No, we all are. It's it's. Terrible, you know. Not to mention, it's still unreliable. Hey, we might have a blackout tomorrow. We might not. You know, it's just crazy. Are we in a third world country? I mean, we should have everything we need. You would think. You know what? What? Let's not take what we have for granted. There's people right oh, now, without a doubt, countries that don't have water. So I know what you're saying, but you know, 
things are really crazy in the world right now, so I yeah. am grateful for the stability that we do have. I will yeah. say that. All right. Well, go jump in the jacuzzi. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. How do people follow you around? Hey, find us at uh, focusdailynews.com or on Facebook at uh, You Ought to Know. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Brian Armstead's right around the corner. He's going to come in. And to be honest with you, I forgot to write down what he's going to review, but I got a sneaky feeling it is going to be something you'll be interested in. And it doesn't look like he even told me. So guess what? It's the Brian Armstead Mystery Hour right here on KCBQ AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. The brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a little small business and you need a cashier, you need to definitely check out self-checkout. 1-800-540-2149. Seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. Go to southwestpos.com. And a big shout-out to Bumper Doc Santee. Scratches, dings, and dents. Lease returns. Minor body work, even paint. Go to SanteeBumperDoc.com, 619-258-0433. Go say hello to Angel. Tell her I sent you. You'll be totally impressed. John's Automotive Care, 6267 Riverdale Street in San Diego. Go to John's with an S, San Diego. AutoRepair.com, three locations, all AAA approved, all Napa Auto Care, all ASC certified. Nobody does it better. All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line, and yes, he did tell me what he was driving. It's just that I forgot to write it down. So there. How you doing, bud? <laughs> I'm fine, Dave. How are you? I'm great, man. Dude, I'm getting I old. Awesome. I'm getting old, man. My memory is awesome. shot. I am awesome, Dave Stahl. Brendan will tell you why I'm awesome uh, when when he finishes hating hating me. But uh, <laughs> no, it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, he is shaking his head. Sunday, so. he, he knows. We talked yeah, about it off the air. His team beat my team in football today. So how hard gonna... is, But how hard we is that? Uh, well, we to be fair, our Atlanta Falcons are still rebuilding, okay? Oh, and Washington Commanders are somewhere in there. I don't know. The truth. Dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah, Brian, you got to remember you're talking to a Charger fan. If I've heard oh, okay. we're rebuilding once, I have oh, heard yeah. it every year no. they've been in the league. <laughs> True. But speaking of rebuilding, yes. Toyota, Dave Stahl, Brendan Thomas, has, look, they, they have it all for you, okay? Forget yeah. about all this foolishness with full electric come 2030 or 2035. Forget all of that. In 2030 and 2035, when Cadillac and Audi and Volvo, and I love all these companies, Mercedes-Benz, they're scrambling around trying to find a gasoline engine car to replace all of the electric cars that nobody's going to buy. <laughs> my, Be careful my, what you say. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I'm right there with you. I know. Toyota has everything that you need. They have internal combustion. They have hybrid. They have hydrogen powered and they have fully electric. To me, that's the sensible way to go until the infrastructure is built out. I have nothing against those those manufacturers. No. Rolls Royce is even going Rolls Royce is even going fully electric. I so know. they've made their they play in their cards. Hopefully it works out for everybody involved. But for me today, I'm putting my money on hybrids because I think they offer the best of both worlds. Yep. Like with this uh with this um, hybrid um, Toyota Grand Highlander Platinum, I mean, you know, you can you can get uh, 20 miles or so in, in full electric mode. You, um, you can, you know, you get 26 to 27 miles per gallon, or, or up to 37 miles per gallon, depending on your trim. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's just an incredible vehicle to drive. It's a big vehicle. And, of course, you know, knowing uh, the press fleet for the Washington, D.C. area, they always outfit it with the highest trim level so you get the best impression. So there are six, seven, seven trim levels for the Grand Highlander. XLE, which is gasoline-powered, 2.4-liter front-wheel drive, 44,465. XLE Hybrid, 46,065. Limited, 49,255. Limited Hybrid, 52,455. Platinum, 54,940. Limited Hybrid Max has got the 362 horsepower, 400 pound-feet of torque, 
uh, continuous, um, I mean, electronic all-wheel drive. It's a, it's a, a four-wheel drive, rather. Uh, it's a great system, 40, 55, 430. I think I missed platinum. But anyway, I'm in the platinum hybrid max, 59, 520. David does everything right. I've got a 12.3-inch touchscreen. I've got my Apple CarPlay up. Got a head-up display. It has a system which can tell that you're not looking at the road, and it will give you a notification to look at the road. Got the backseat warning that I heard you talking about with Kristen earlier today. Mm-hmm. Not only does it have USB ports in the center console, it also has them on the passenger side, uh, not in the backseat, but on the front seat, which is rare. Mm. A nice little tray on the passenger side where you can put your phone it's got a USB-C charge port there. The glove box resides below. You know, it's a Toyota, so it's got a lot of plastic in it, but this is very well done. Faux carbon fiber-looking plastic. I don't know if this dashboard is made of real leather, but it's very well. Um, it's got stitching, and it's great by design. The seats are, are heated and ventilated. Got a full panoramic sunroof above. Uh, color head-up display, which is very cool. Rear cross-traffic alert, panoramic rear-view camera. Got a great audio system in it with 11 JBL speakers. Sounds awesome. You know, it's a very comfortable car to drive. Um, It's a three-row, so you have – I have the captain's chairs in the second row. So I actually have the uh, two, four, seven-passenger version. I believe you can get an eight-passenger version. Yeah, you can, because if you get a bench seat in the uh, mm-hmm. second row, mm-hmm. then it's an eight-passenger version. The only, the only issue I really have with this car is that I had to move some things over the over the weekend, and um, it appears that you can't fold the second row of seats flat. They, they slide forward and tilt forward. I must be doing something wrong, because there's no way they would build that without being able to fold those seats flat to increase the cargo capacity, you know, from the back of the uh, the electronic, uh, the power-operated hatch from the back. Mm-hmm. It's got a 5,000-pound towing capacity, and again, full-time all- electronic all-wheel drive with rock and dirt, mud and sand, eco, sport, and normal mode. And you also have a special snow mode, and it's got hill descent control. All of these controls in, in a, a hold button, like if you're at a stoplight and you need to reach over to grab something and you don't want to put the car in park or set the brake, you just press the hold button, and then as soon as you press the accelerator to go, then, you know, it, it goes again. So um, a lot of heavily contented vehicle. And for, uh, it, it, see, the only option on, on this Platinum Hybrid Max, Dave, is uh, carpeted floor mats for 300 and a carpeted cargo mat. For three hundred fifty-eight dollars, it's not a bad price at all, and um, it comes in at fifty-nine eight seventy-eight with a thirteen hundred ninety-five dollar, um, you know, destination fee. Now, again, thirteen ninety-five seems a lot to come from Princeton, Indiana, where these are made. But hey, it's better than the nineteen ninety-five you get with another manufacturer that builds cars in Detroit. The charge is nineteen ninety-five to drive them up the street to the uh, to the dealer. That's a couple of miles away. Uh-huh. So um, it does everything well. 20-inch wheels, push-button start, hands-free liftgate. You can swipe your foot, and it, you know the liftgate comes up in the back. Sirius XM. Oh, the, oh, the seats are leather trim, so okay, that's cool. Uh, digital rear-view mirror. I, I like them, but um, I think it's because of my own personal shortcomings with my vision Anything high definition, this is a very high definition rear digital display. A rear digital display, folks, it's in the um, it's in the rear view mirror. You can flip a lever and it turns into a rear view camera in your rear view mirror. Right. And it's a great feature, but for me, um it it, just, it gives me a headache. And that's not a fault at all of no. the system. Like I can't do video games, I can't do eight K. It's just something about the resolution when it's super crisp like that. Uh, it just causes me to um, interesting to get headaches. I don't vertigo. I don't know what the heck it is, but um, you know, Dave, it's uh, it's it's great. I'm, I've been getting, I've been averaging like twenty seven, twenty five to twenty seven miles per gallon. Uh, of course, because it's a Toyota, you have the uh, you know, it's just like set it and forget it, basically. Right. 
they haven't had any, any known problems with this new 2.4-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine, you think that would be a small engine of power such a large vehicle. And this Grand Highlander is grand. Now, if you recall, and for the folks out there in KCBQ listening in the listening area, uh, the Grand Highlander is the larger version of the Highlander, one of the best-selling mm-hmm. you know, crossover utilities, sport utilities, whatever you want to call it, in the nation. It's, 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 you know, it doesn't sell as well as the RAV4, but in an SUV-crazed America, anything that is a tall wagon essentially is going to sell well if it's put together well and can take you off-road. You know, half the folks that have Broncos and Jeeps, well, the Jeep folks are different. Totally. So you see around riding around in Land Rovers and off-road super capable, super capable vehicles. Don't take them off-road. But it's just the aura of the G-Wagon and the Range Rover mm-hmm. and the, and the uh, Land Rovers and all. It's, they're status vehicles. I just got back from a week in Miami during the Minority Dealer Conference there for the whole week. And I, I saw enough Land Rovers to uh, declare myself a bloody Brit, let me tell you. I mean, it's just, they were like everywhere. So, I mean, it's a status thing, and I get it. I used to own a Land Rover. I loved the fact that I felt like Prince Brian, you know, riding around the streets of suburban Maryland, metropolitan Washington, D.C. area, you know, where I live, Virginia, northern Virginia. Uh-huh. So, I get it. But um, I think this Highlander is the best combination of what Toyota does well without having to pay the price penalty, and it is a penalty for driving a Lexus. Uh, like, I believe the uh, new TX is based on either this chassis or the chassis for the new Land Cruiser. So, um, you know, it's, it, it makes sense to share these new TNGA platforms that Toyota has, has developed. And um, it makes sense because if I can get three or four vehicles that are well done out of one platform, then why would I not do that? So um, hats off to um, to Toyota. This pairs this you know specs very well. Fifteen hundred watt inverter, two hundred twenty volt outlets. It, it just has everything that you need. And this is the max one. This just has this has all the bells and whistles. Can't go to a higher spec than this. But as you know, as I ran up the uh, the trim ladder, you can you know you can start off in the um, the low forties with a front-wheel drive vehicle, you may not need, you may, you know, in San Diego, do you really need all-wheel drive? Front-wheel drive um, no. gives you uh, really good handling in the rain. So, I think, you know, it's not going to snow in, in San Diego. And if it does, it's time to move, uh, it's time to move somewhere. Because <laughs> the yeah. end is near. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and we don't get that much rain or that, we don't get f- very rarely like a flash flood. So, you're right. Come on, Dave. You know the song. What is the name of the song? <laughs> By the Beach Boys. It never rains. Yeah. It never rains in California. So boy, don't they want you? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, come on. Who's that? Who was that that did that song? I don't know. Brandon knows. Got on board. Or got a, Got on board. A northbound seven forty seven. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Oh. Hey, I got to throw. A, a, I don't know if I told you, but I was at a yeah. uh, Lamborghini Revoltus came to San Diego. Well, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. I thought I thought I was the, the fancy guy here. On, on, uh, you ought to know. Are you take, trying to take my drone from me, bro? Hey, I'm trying, man. But <laughs> but Andre yeah. was nice yeah. enough to invite me, to, and we we did a TV segment, and, and so he was telling me we we're talking all about this hybrid, this a hybrid, that, and so I asked him. I said, so let me ask you a question. On the hybrid side, how, what's the range? And he goes, oh, 10 kilometers. And I go, isn't that like six, seven miles? He goes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I got a 1,000 horsepower feet, 12 under the oh hood. I said, oh, I said, Lord. Andre, are you rubbing their nose in it just a teeny bit? And he just smiled from ear to ear. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Six As a, miles? Oh, six, man. Six miles. Unbelievable. I know. That's what funny. It, you know, I mean, you know, to get you from the beach to the yeah. country club, right? It's six miles, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a country club at your beachfront estate somewhere nearby. Yeah. So that yeah. Seems I, I didn't see a problem with it. And, and you know, no, go, no. going back to the hybrid mentality, my wife drives yeah. a 2012 Prius V. She's got 200 and 30,000 miles on it and she's already told me when if the battery ever goes she's just putting another battery in it she loves that thing she gets 40 40 plus miles per gallon and it just rocks there you go yeah plus i mean you know while the battery's being put in her car she has one of 
16 cars to choose from in your in your, in your driveway. So, I, I mean, know. you know, she's great. Yeah, she, she's golden. <laughs> All right, buddy, good talking to you. How do they right, follow dude. you around? Hey, man. Uh, you follow me at www.washingtoncommanders.com. You'll see my picture up there. Ah, I'm taking him off the air so quick now. <laughs> Pull that guy off air. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk at you down talk the road. Next week. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by the good folks at collision dock right there in kearney mesa used to be bumper dock now they're doing full body work paint frame you name it 3885 collision uh, convoy street go to collisiondock.com collisiondock.com all right this is kind of a should be on a racer radio show i just ran out of time so i did the uh, actual driver last week now we're going to do the owners stefan papadakis uh, he's the owner of Papadakis Racing. They race a Toyota Corolla GR. Take a listen. Well, have I got a great interview for you folks. I have got an owner that owns a race team, but he raced extensively before he decided to take on the team, partnered up with Toyota, heavy into drifting. You guys all heard the interview we did with Raya Turek and uh, how well he's doing. Well, we got Stefan Papadakis. He's the owner. Stefan, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So you kind of put your fingers in all kinds of motorsports. How did you end up with a drift team? Yeah, so for years um, we were drag racing. So everything from the local uh, tracks here in Southern California, like Terminal Island in Los Angeles, to the import drag racing, like uh, Battle of the Imports. And uh, after about 10 years or so, um, ended up in a 1,600-horsepower rear-wheel drive, uh, the Honda Civic, but with a twin-turbo Acura NSX engine, and we were running six seconds at 215 miles an hour. It was, it was, it was really exciting. Um, but after a while, you know, every time i travel, we'd go to another, you know, track, and it was another quarter-mile drag strip and just really want to do something a bit different. And around that time, this would have been around, you know, 2004 or so, uh, almost you know, 20 years now, um, the drifting was starting to get, you know, have, have events here in Los Angeles area. And uh, some of the Japanese drivers were coming over with some of their builds, and it just looked really interesting. And uh, so I built a, like a, a fun kind of grassroots car and, and started driving in it and, uh, eventually just really got hooked and, and over, after a few years, basically retired from the drag racing and started, um, up the drift team. Yeah. And if you've never drifted before, folks, we're not saying you should do it unless it's a, that's at an actual racetrack. Once you get control of that car and you touch that sweet spot, man, I'm telling you that drifting is just, it's just amazing. I used to do it when I was a kid, but I could go to the wrecking yard and get tires for $25. You can't do that today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's probably the closest thing to doing a wheelie on a, in a car, you know? You keep that balanced when you're sideways. and uh, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, so you're doing that, but tell us a little bit about Grid Life. That's October 2022nd. Now, is that open to the general public, and where is it, uh, the event going to be held? Yeah, so Gridlife has uh, events all over the United States at different road courses. Um, this is the first time they're coming to Laguna Seca uh, racetrack in was that Monterey. And that's, you know, that's a bucket list track, uh, which I've had the fortune of racing uh, with NASA years ago. Um, but this time I'm going to borrow a Toyota Marizo Edition GR Corolla and run the street time attack class. Um, and it is open to the general public. Uh, I think they've already limited and sold out of, I believe it's 175 vehicle yeah. entries, yeah. but people can come out and check out all the cool builds and, and, uh, it's an amazing track. 
and the cool cars. I mean, because you're going to see cars that you'll probably never see anywhere else because of the uniqueness of what the Grid Life Touring Car Program brings to the to the public. Uh, and if you go to gridlifelaguna.com, you can check on ticket availabilities. They probably have hotel rooms and all that kind of stuff. And you're right. Laguna is a bucket list track for me. I haven't made it there yet. I've been to a ton of other ones. But I, I've got to go down to the corkscrew at least one time, and I'm going to work on that. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. It's, it's You come up to the turn, and you know, there's like a little short straight <laughs> before it, and you kind of curve off to the right, but you make sure to get lined up and get your braking done, and you make this left turn, and you point at the – there's like a tree that you point at because you can't see – the next apex on the right. So you're literally pointing at a tree to get the car lined up, and then once you come over the crest, uh, you can see the way the track falls away. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely bucket list. you got to get out there. Yeah, well, without, without a shadow of a doubt. So racing always generates uh, technology. What, what would you say uh, drifting and the type of racing you do, what does that give back to the manufacturer because they wouldn't be involved in it unless there was something they were getting back from a technolo- technological point of view. Don't you agree? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, there's some that we give back and, and, and part of it is also just showing that we were taking these street cars and we're modifying them and using a modified engine that comes in the GR Supra and making a thousand horsepower out of it. So I think part of it is giving back and part of it is showing you know, if you really uncork these things, what the what the capability is of these cars? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. My wife owns a 1982 Supra L, Terracotta. Ah, classic red. That's an excellent car. Big honking six-cylinder straight six in it, 300,000 miles on it. And I tried to donate it to the Toyota Museum, and then I heard crying in the background. So needless to say, it's still in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you have quite the collection. I got too many cars. I got too many cars. But uh, so you're, are you going to stay in the drifting world, or are you looking at other – because it sounds like you're a builder as well as a racer. Yeah, so our, our main focus is uh, the drifting in the form of the drift events. So we campaigned three different cars, one with Frederick Osbo, one with Ryan Turk, and another one with Jonathan Castro. And so we're continuing it out as, you know, as far out as we can see, you know. Um, and the series is doing well, and we're having a lot of fun. Uh, but in addition to that, yeah, we do some other types of motorsports. So, you know, for myself, I haven't been racing lately, so the, the Grid Life is a fun um, event to go attend. And, uh, you know, we've got some fun street cars and stuff like that, but Form of the Drift is definitely the, the focus. Oh yeah, it 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 is. It, it, it it's really the the best. So I say this to every one of my kids that are racing from the age of six to sixty. Do you have any sponsors that help get you to the track? Because without them, it could get expensive. Yeah. So we work with Toyota, of course, um, and we work with Rockstar Energy Drink, uh, Nitto Tires. Um, AM Electronics, RXR Suspension, uh, Forge Star Wheels. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of companies that really support what we do, and and we are able to use their products on our action, on our race cars. Uh, and um, yeah, it's it's just living the dream, man. Like building fun cars and going out to to, to beat up on them at the racetrack. Yeah. And just like you said, that's where it needs to be done, on the racetrack, not on city streets. Yep, absolutely. All right, Stefan, it's been a blast. Uh, Maybe we can do a follow-up and you can uh, call back and tell us how grid life went and what you thought. You have two other drivers. I guess it's totally not fair to go to one and not the other two. So if you want to hook up with uh, Jen, I am more than happy to talk to the other two drivers. Ryan was was an absolute hoot. That was a great uh, great interview. And uh, take good care of my Corolla, will you? Try not to walk. Okay. <laughs> we'll do. I'll have to get your cell phone number. I'll shoot you some. Pic- I'll send you some pictures. 
you do that, man. Hey, and uh, you're going to think this is not right. You're going to think this is crazy, but my co-host, Brittany Sandoval, 50 years old, races a, um, a dwarf car. We have a 96% win rate when you call. So if you win, then you're going to have to call back in. And I don't know how it's happening, but every time we interview somebody, nine times out of ten, they win their next race. Uh, deal. Consider <laughs> done. I figured you'd you go out there and win. All right, Stefan. Hey, you got a website in case people want to take a look at your group? Uh, yeah, papadakisracing.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Steph Papadakis, S-T-E-P-H, uh, Papadakis, P-A-P-A-D-A-K-I-S. All right, buddy. Hey, good luck, have fun, and we'll talk to you down the road. All right, thanks, Dave. All right, bye. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.